0: Yea, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, for why will ye die? Jacob chapter 6, verse 6, and Psalm 95, verses 7 through 8. Hey listeners, this is Nick from Book of Mormon Central, and today's podcast addresses the question, why are certain biblical psalms used by Book of Mormon authors? The idea that the Nephite authors of the Book of Mormon may have used the psalms in their writings has become a topic of interest among LDS scholars in recent years. For example, many people have analyzed Nephi's psalm and how it compares with and even borrows from the biblical book of psalms. Scholars have also noted the prophet Jacob's clear usage of psalm 95 in his book. BYU professor of religious education John Hilton III has recently conducted research attempting to identify as many connections as possible between Old Testament psalms And the Book of Mormon. Hilton's study, as well as research from other scholars, has been very fruitful and shown that the study of interactions between the Psalms and the Book of Mormon is a field that deserves greater attention. Here at Book of Mormon Central, we have conducted what is likely the most extensive study of the use of the Psalms in the Book of Mormon to date. A computer program was used to find matches between the Book of Psalms and the Book of Mormon for phrases or groups of words Of three words or more. Then, an intensive analysis of these matches was performed, and an established method was used to eliminate superfluous phrases and identify significant interactions. The results of this research show that there are at least 60 good examples of the use of phrases from the Psalms in the Book of Mormon. The Psalms that appear in the Book of Mormon, according to our study, are Psalms 1, 2, 4, 6, 8, 9, 12 14 18 a hundred and ten, a hundred and fifteen. 118 and Psalm 145. The most used psalms, according to our research, are 18, 31, 51, 95, and 107. For a list of which parts of these psalms were used and where, please see the appendix in the published Noi. The principal users of the psalms were Nephi, Jacob, and Alma. Books that do not have references to the psalms, according to our findings, are Enos. Jerem, Omni, Words of Mormon, Helaman, and 4th Nephi. References to the Psalms in Mosiah, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni are very few. In the books from the Book of Mormon that do have several Psalms quotations 1st Nephi, 2nd Nephi, Jacob, Alma, and 3rd Nephi they are generally scattered throughout the books. The highest concentrations of uses of the Psalms are in 2nd Nephi 4, Alma chapter 5, 26 and 37. Generally speaking, the psalms that we would most expect to show up in the Book of Mormon do. While those we would not expect to be present are largely absent. Psalms from throughout the biblical Book of Psalms are found in the Book of Mormon, but a large concentration of those present are from the initial Davidic collection of psalms, Psalms 3 through 41. 16 of these appear in the Book of Mormon according to our findings. These are largely considered to be pre-exilic, so it is likely that they would have been on the plates of brass, and therefore that Book of Mormon prophets would have had access to them. We do not see many of the royal psalms, most of which were likely pre-exilic, in the writings of Nephi and Jacob, but this may be partially due to their aversion to the royal ideology of the Davidic monarchy, the Deuteronomistic reforms that were popular in Jerusalem in the time of Lehi and Nephi. Some of the royal psalms do show up later in the time of King Benjamin and in the writings of Alma the Younger. The psalm collections of Korah and Azef are generally considered to be from a later time, with some hymns possibly dating to the pre-exilic period, but many are considered to be exilic or post-exilic. Many fewer psalms from these collections appear in the Book of Mormon. Some that are found, like Psalm 86, are considered to be earlier compositions. Some of the psalms from later collections that show up in the Book of Mormon may still be pre-exilic. This is because earlier, especially Davidic or royal psalms, were scattered throughout the Psalter and placed in strategic positions in order to act as bookends to the Psalter's five books or to give some collections a more Davidic flavor. Examples include Psalm 89, 106, 107, 110, and 145. Although the belief that King David wrote all or most of the psalms, which would make them all pre-exilic, is common, it is clear from the psalms themselves that this is not the case. Only 73 of the 150 psalms are directly attributed to David in the psalm headings, whereas 12 are attributed to Asaph, 11 to the sons of Korah, and others to Solomon, Moses, and others. Furthermore, biblical scholars have designated many of the psalms as exilic or post-exilic, based on their content and other factors. It is also important to note that the earliest examples of biblical psalms that exist from the Dead Sea Scrolls are collected into psalters that do not match the order of psalms found in the Bible as we know it today. It has become clear that the psalms were often gathered into different groupings and in a different order than what is found in the received biblical tradition. These findings demonstrate that a good case can be made for why most or all of the psalms present in the Book of Mormon should be there, based on the time period Lehi left Jerusalem. Thank you for listening. To find out more, please visit bookofmormoncentral.org and then click on Know Why.